Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad. I'm your host, Callahan Steed. I'm just uh, recording this today in the Whitewater Backup Studio, not on radio today. As semester's winding down, we don't have to do our radio shifts anymore, so I'm still going to obviously bring you guys it on podcast form, so I'm just in a little studio right now, a little nice little soundproof room. Hopefully no one can hear me outside, but I'm excited to discuss some things today. I just got uh, done taking an exam uh, for my communications theories class, and I think it went well, but I've also said that about the other two previous exams, and I've gotten... Uh, 60 and a 66 on those, so make a lot of sense if I got like a 63 on this one. Um, but I feel felt confident on it. There are like five questions where I was like, ah, I'm unsure about it. So I'm gonna go and uh, check like my answers when I get out of the room. And I got one of them I do believe right. So I don't know about the other four because I already forgot the questions. But I was uh weird. I had a little weird flashback from my uh memory because so one of the things that we were learning about was um like uh going from self intimacy it's like a relationship thing so like communication theories is about you know communicating and all that so one of the things we were learning about was um how like relationships go from like superficial to intimacy and one of the reasons for that is because of like self-disclosure which is revealing information about yourself to like the person you're talking to and so I don't know why my brain works like this sometimes you know it's a blessing sometimes it's a curse but I was taking the exam and like one of the things was talking about self-disclosure and so uh I don't know why but I had gotten a flashback to when I was uh hanging out with my ex-girlfriend one time uh when we were it was literally like the night I'd asked her, you know, if she wanted to be my girlfriend and everything. And so, uh, I remember like her, like revealing something, like we were like on the couch together and, uh, she was talking about something and she was like revealing information. And so like that, like made me think like, as I'm taking the exam, mind you, like about like, Oh wow. Like that was the, uh, going from, uh, like just a superficial relationship to like us getting closer and like, becoming like more like of an intimate relationship and then I had to remember I'm like dang it Cal you're taking an exam right now you have to focus don't think about your ex like come on focus focus you need this exam to be a good grade and so I was like I got myself composed it would have just been really weird though if I like would have just started like bawling in the middle of the exam because I started thinking about my ex and everyone been like what's going on with this dude and I would have been like shut up you don't know what I'm going through even though that was pretty decent time ago but uh, other than that little hiccup with, uh, the thinking about the weird flashback, I think everything went good on that exam though. Hopefully everything goes good on that. Cause I kind of need a good grade in that class. Um, right now I'm at a C plus, but as I said before, exams, not that great of scores so far. Um, and so I don't want to like drop down to like a C or even the dreaded C minus. So like I'm most likely 95% sure I'm going to pass the class. It's just, GPA-wise at this point, I don't know. The whole thing with GPA just kind of makes me mad a little bit and the fact that, like, you get a 3.0, like, that's considered way less than uh, someone with a 4.0, and it's kind of like, you know, you get straight Bs. Like, yeah, like, A's means you ace the course, but, like, B's means you got over, like, 80% of 
the material right. And I think that's pretty solid. And I just don't like how, like, GPA kind of, like, if you do, like, really just, it makes you look, like, worse of a student than what you could be sometimes. And, like, whereas, case in point, my freshman year, uh, I had to take math, so I got, like, a C-plus, and then I was just happy. I was like, you know what, I passed my one math class. That's all that I needed. And then I got a C in historical perspectives because that class was kind of hard. And a uh, professor, I don't know. There's like It was me as a freshman, and I was still trying to learn things. And, like, he had changed up the syllabus. And I was still figuring out, you know, how things worked. And so I got a C in that course, and I'm like, whatever. You know, still pass it. And then I got A's in the rest of my classes. But then my GPA was only, like, a 3.14 or, like, 3.1. And so I was like, all right, I was feeling, like, pretty decent about it. Then all of a sudden I'm seeing a bunch of people, like, you know, from my previous uh, high school uh, sharing that they had made the dean's list. And especially I remember one kid had shared that he had made the dean's list. And I was like, I know I am smarter than that kid. Like, why is, how did he make the dean's list? And I didn't. And so, I don't know, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And so ever since then, I'm like, I need to, I want to get on the dean's list. I want to get on the dean's list, even though that still doesn't show like, who's the best student. Like you could grind all you want. And like, just cause you get like a bad course grade, like a C, You take a, you get a C, and then the rest are A's, and like that still brings down your grade point average. And I don't know, I just think it's kind of dumb that we like look at that so much. And it's like I got A's on like almost all my courses, like, and then that one little, that one C can just wreck your grade, and it's dumb. But um, I think uh, grades should be looking good though. But I'm just glad that the semester is almost winding down because, as I've said before on this podcast. Um, uh, especially the past couple episodes, it's just gotten really rough this past semester with like homework or like past month with like homework exams and everything being due like literally right at the same time. So I am going to get into it, um, with, uh, this presentation that I've been discussing, um, and everything that's been going on there. And so, um, previous podcasts, I've talked about how, you know, this presentation's kind of been tough uh, with, like, trying to meet with all those guys and everything. So uh, I had mentioned on the previous one that the guy wanted to meet, uh, and I was like, I don't really know. Like, I really don't want to. Uh, but then I was kind of, you know, giving it some thought. I'm like, all right, you know what, probably we should just to go over things. And so I'm glad we did because uh, not only t- for the presentation. So the presentation is on a uh, cultural conflict. Uh, that had happened, and that was like Trail of Tears, um, Charlottesville. Uh, there is like a, a bar in New York, in New Orleans, I believe, that got like burned down, and it was a gay bar, and that kind of like gave birth to the whole uh, gay pride uh, movement. And so, like, you could choose from like those conflicts. Why can't I think of any of the other conflicts? That's weird. That's I can't think of it, but. Um, so I was like, hey, let's choose Charlottesville because that's the most recent. Oh, yeah, like Freedom Riders. There we go. That's another one. I was like, let's choose uh, Charlottesville. That's the most recent. I feel like that's the easiest to get information on it. And so, like, we chose Charlottesville. And so we have to do a presentation, and then we also have to do a paper with it, too. And it's a pretty decently long research paper. However, uh, group pr- uh, paper, so, like, we could just kind of take our own little, like, 
pages at it and then just kind of piece it all together at the end. And so that's what we did. Uh, so I meet with uh, one of the guys on Tuesday night. And so we present on Wednesday and the papers do on Wednesday as well, too. And so I'm thinking everything's good. He's like, all right, cool. Let's go over uh, the requirements of it. And he's like, all right, it's got to be eight pages long, excluding the title page. And I look, and I know the title page is on there, and I look at the Google Docs, and it's at eight full pages. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's going to be short already because I know the title page is already one, and then that leaves us with seven more pages left. So we're short a page. And I was like, great. Also, two little side notes. Since I'm not on radio, I'm probably going to swear a little bit more. Uh, on this podcast, so glad we're not on radio because this is still frustrating to remember. So anyway, we're having this. Uh, he's like looking at the requirements, and he says, "All right, we're so I'm like we're short a page. Let me just start adding some stuff in there, and you know, see if I can stretch it out." And I do. Surprisingly, I get a bunch of stuff, ideas that pop in my head. Hey, talk about this, this, and this, and I'm like, "All right, I'll jot that on there, put it on there, get it to eight full pages." I'm like cool, that actually didn't take too long. And so he's like, all right, let's keep going over the requirements. It's got to be 11 point font times New Roman. And I literally look at it and I go, it's got to be 11 point font because guess who had written it in 12 point font the entire paper? I technically didn't start it because I didn't start the paper, but I'm like thinking my head, why would you start writing it in 12 point font if it literally says like one of the first things I do when I look at a paper that's due is what's the page requirement length and what's the uh, point font and can I single space or double space it and so not only did we mess up the page length then of course you know fonts a size too big so I go through and highlight it all back and I'm just like fuck this is so dumb and so uh, change it to 11 point font of course it shrinks and then I'm short by like another page again so I have to write like an additional page and I'm like fuck I don't want to do this but because keep in mind that not only do we have to present tomorrow I don't know if I had told you guys this but I'm gonna tell it now we ha- I had an exam in another class literally right after the class that we presented I had to go take an exam so I needed to study for that and I'm like fuck I don't want to keep wasting time on this project I need to study for it. so I haul ass just writing and again I was able to come up with things, you know, on the fly. So I was able to get it eight full pages. You know, everything looks good. Uh, he had his tutor that had helped him work on it. So I'm just glad it was like what I didn't have to write like as much as I did. So anyway, I get that done. And so I was like, all right, we got the paper done. Glad we met. We're able to figure that out. And then uh, we had turned in the paper and we got a really good grade on it. So I was happy about it. And so... And then I was like, all right, we should be good for presentation tomorrow. And, like, I looked at my notes. I was like, I like my information that I got. So we're doing Charlottesville. And, you know, I'm just kind of looking at just all the history on it. I'm like, all right, I think we're good. So we go to present on that Wednesday. And so everything is going good. Uh, I have a lot of good information and stuff that we're presenting. You know, we're going over the origin of it and, like, you know, the requirements that we needed. And so uh, we're getting to the end. And so just to give a little uh, brief info, uh, in the beginning, like I had listed like, you know, like the who were the groups, like who, you know, were the people. And I had just listed like the people uh, on uh, that were like the neo-Nazis, like the far right people. And I'm 
trying I'm trying my best not to get too political on here because you know that's the rule that I have here of the no politics on this podcast. So forgive me if you feel like I'm getting too far in political wise, but I was like, all right, when I'm gonna list the groups, like obviously like I remember like the big points I felt like were that you know, there were a lot of like far right hate groups. So I was like, all right, I wanna put those in. And so I was looking at the Wikipedia page of like, you know, the Charlottesville event. And they had listed like the groups that were there were uh neo Nazis, neo Confederates, KKK, uh a bunch of other things and Blue Lives Matter. So I put those four on there. And so I kind it was kinda ironic too, because I did a double take. I'm like, why is Blue Lives Matter listed on there? Because Blue Lives Matter is a group that formed uh, when two police officers were shot in New York, I believe, as kind of like, you know, a parody to the whole Black Lives Matter. And so I was like, all right, um, I'm going to put them in there. But like, I want to know at least a little information on it. Because like, I was like, all right, because why are they considered like a hate group? And it's because I guess they um, like you're taking away from like the Black Lives Matter movement. And like you're like being like, instead of looking at that, look at our movement instead. And so... I was like, all right, I'll put them in there. I didn't think too much of it. And so I didn't list any of, like, the groups from, like, uh, the other side that were at the rally because I know there there's some other groups that don't have the best reputations there. But I was like, you know, I'm not really going to focus on, like, the other side. Um, and instead I'm going to go after, you know, like, the far right because I feel like it was more on the other side. It was just, like, maybe more normal people. And then on the other side it was, like, you had all these, like, crazy, like, confederates and all this so the whole thing on charlottesville is the they're you know getting rid of the robert e lee statue at the virginia and there is a protest at the virginia university with the tiki torches and it reminded a lot of people of the kkk so there's a lot of racial uh you know history there and then on that saturday um the event like gained like really like so it was already nationally televised and like uh Someone had ran over a group of protesters, killed someone, um, and uh, he got charged with murder and was arrested. So I'm glad about that. Sucks that, you know, it's 28, was 2017, I believe, and, like, we were doing things like that still. But um, so they uh, had that rally, and then um, two police officers had died. Uh, state troopers, I believe, and a helicopter crash that wasn't had to do anything with the movement. It was more, I either believe, mechanical failure or fuel. Don't quote me on it. But they had also died as well, too. So the death toll for, like, the whole Charlottesville weekend was three because of the person that got ran over and the police officers. So we're presenting. And so I had put in there, you know, like, you know, who was present, like, neo-Nazis, neo-Confederates, KKK and Blue Lives Matter. Didn't think too much of it. And so we're getting them presenting. I'm thinking everything's going good. And I'm like, all right, cool. Do you want to go over? Uh, I looked to one of my partners. I'm like, hey, do you want to go over uh, the uh, sheet? We have like a sheet that we kind of had to go over for the class. Like, you know, like, hey, we have some questions for you guys. So that way, like, you take away from, like, the presentation. And then if it's on the exam, you guys know it. And so literally, as we're about to start that, there's this kid that sits in the front row and probably about a couple, I don't know how older he is than me, but I would say like probably like a year or two because apparently he was in like the reserves or something like that. 
I don't know. I didn't know too much about the kid. I really don't like him because he's a kind of like a know-it-all almost. He knows a lot of information, which I give him credit for. Uh, but also, too, he just kind of seems as like the I-know-everything type of person. And it's like, yeah, you do, but like you're kind of being a little cocky prick about it. So uh, keep in mind, uh, just keep in mind of this player, all right? So I literally turn to the guys, I'm like, hey, do you want to like go over? And they're like, yeah, sure. That kid that's in the front row just straight up interrupts us and is like, um, I couldn't help but notice, but how is Blue Lives Matter a hate group and yet you fail to list anti-FIFA or whatever that group is called? The uh, And so, like, I'm just kind of, like, shocked that the kid just interrupts the presentation like that. It's like, who does that? Like, we're given a class presentation. Most kids just kind of sit back. Half pay attention. I'm fine with it if you want to just half pay attention. And if you got something that you disagree with, you can calmly raise your hand and just ask a question. So when he did that, he had like caught us like all off guard. And so I was the only one that knew what he talked about. And so I was like, all right, fine. If this kid wants to be a little know-it-all douchebag, I'm going to you know play ball with him. I'm not going to stand down and be like, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to be like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have listed Blue Lives Matter. I should have put all the groups on there. And I was like, so he was like, why'd you do that? And I was like, well, you see, I didn't write the um, article. Uh, the person who did had put those hate groups in there. So then I took what I got from the article and put it up on the presentation. Because my whole thing is, if someone starts acting really hostile to me, I'm not going to be the type of person that's going to try to like, you know, obviously, like I'm five foot eight, 120 pounds, like I'm not going to do anything to people. So my whole thing is, all right, if these people are, like, going to come at me, I know how to defuse the situation. But also, too, I'm going to defuse the situation by, you know, talking calmly. But I'm going to talk really slowly through it. So that way, like, I'm kind of ensuring that I hope this person realizes, wow, you're sounding like a complete dumbass right now. So I'm going to slowly but surely explain my reasoning to you. And that's what I did. And, like, I could just was kind of keeping an eye on the class. And a lot of them were, like, kind of shocked that he was, like, like, oh, my God, like, who does that through a presentation? So I was like, so you see, I didn't write the article. I took what I learned from the article and put it on there. And then, like, he had cut me off again and was, like, still questioning, like, why I did that. And I'm like, again, I didn't write the article. I just took what I got from that. Well, at first, like, I had explained, like, oh, hey, you know, like, this is why – uh Blue Lives Matter is considered, like, a hate group, like, by, like, the article. Again, I got it from Wikipedia. Um, you know, like, this is the whole reasoning. And then, like, he had cut me off again. So then I was like, you see, I didn't write the article. And so, like, I'm just explaining to him, like, as calmly but, like, gritting my teeth because I just i am so pissed at this dude. But I'm trying to make him seem like a complete dumbass to the rest of the class. Like, he thinks he's probably, like, really smart. And the kid's really smart. I'll give him credit for it. But I'm just trying to, you know, like, I'm going to make sure, like, everyone here gets the impersonation that I think you're a dumbass and everyone else here thinks you're a dumbass. So I'm just calmly walking it through to him. And so, like, I was like, again, I didn't write the article. And I was kind of struggling to, like, come up with stuff. Like, or, like, I was kind of starting to sputter a little bit in my mind. And I'm glad my professor intervened because she was like, oh, yeah, the article from blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's where I got the article from. So I was like that's where I got the article from and that kind of helped ignore the situation but I was like who the fuck interrupts 
a presentation and get so heated about that. Like, literally, how hard is it? Raise your hand and be like, oh, hey, like, how is Blue Lives Matter a hate group? And I would have been like, great question. I had the same question as well, too. Here's how what I found out. Isn't that crazy? No, I just full-on interrupts, and I'm like, whatever, dude. So it's just kind of just it makes me mad that people think they're so smart sometimes when they're really not. So uh, I just was like, oh, I don't like this kid. And granted, I can't fight him because, I mean, granted, we're, I think he was actually a little bit shorter than me, but, like, he probably knew, like, jiu-jitsu or something like that because, as I said, he knows everything, and he would have made me look like a fool in the class. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to stick to my game. And so uh got done with the presentation. I'm still, like, really pissed, so I go and sit down, and people around me, uh, or one guy that I sit next to in that class, I really like. He's like, hey, like, you know, good job, like, getting through all that and everything. And I just kind of had to let loose a little bit, just, like, under my breath. But I was like, man, who the fuck does that? And so, like, a couple of people around me were laughing. And just one of my partners was like, yeah, dude, I wish I would have been able to help you out. And I was like, don't worry about it. And so I was just like, who interrupts a presentation like that? And so I'm glad uh Everything, though, with the group, I'm happy with everything, how the presentation turned out, though, aside from that. So I'm happy with all the work they put in. But it was kind of funny, though, because the next presentation that went, they were going to do a Kahoot. And one, you know, Kahoots are always fun, uh, always a good time. But one of the things I like about Kahoots is you could pick your own name. And so I was like, most likely, you know, we everyone in that class just, like, does their name. But I was full on thinking, like, Man, I have a full-on opportunity to straight-up roast this kid on the smart board. And I was really thinking about doing something like Blue Lives Matter is a hate group or something like that and have that be my username if it fits. Like, I don't even think that. Like, I don't think, like, Blue Lives Matter is that bad of a group. Like, I think it's kind of dumb, but, you know, whatever. Like, because, you know, it's just what I, here's how I'm going to explain it better. I understand, like, cops' lives matter, obviously. And, like, they get taken into effect in the court system. It's just, I think it's just kind of dumb that they take from the Black Lives Matter protests and they're like, well, yeah, we matter too. And, like, well, yeah, everyone matters, but it's, like, the reason why Black Lives Matter is getting so much attention is because, you know, the the judicial system is failing to realize that with some of these cases, but, you know, whatever, that's just kind of my whole spiel on it. So I was full on prepared. I really wanted to do like a blue lives, blue lives matter as a hate group, just to solely piss off that kid. Not even would have been my opinion. Cause I was just like, you know, blue lives matter. Isn't that bad compared to the other groups. But since it was listed in the Wikipedia thing, that's my whole thing. I know there are people that, that listen to this that are cops. I know people that are cops. So I'm not trying to like, you know, shit on your profession about that. Respect what you guys do. So, like, don't think, like, I'm saying, like, blue lives don't matter because, like, obviously they do, but, like, I'm just explaining the whole black lives matter and how, like, they clash together. So, anyway, I was full-on prepared to do something like that to just straight-up roast the kid. Unfortunately, couldn't, weren't able to do that because of time constraints and we didn't play the Kahoot game, but I was just like, <clears throat> that kid made me mad made me full-on mad in a presentation, so I had to grit my teeth through the rest of it. Even put my hood up in the presentation. That's one thing. If you know me, if I'm wearing my hood and I'm not outside, it's either because I am in a thinking mood 
or it's because I'm in a pissed off mood. And boy, I was thinking about ways that I was like, oh, I hate this kid. But so that was the whole spiel that I wanted to give uh, that had uh, just made me mad uh, on that Wednesday. So then I had to go take an exam. Still pretty pissed off about just how that kid acted. Again, just literally all he had to do was just raise his hand and be like, hey, why is Blue Lives Matter on there? And I would have been like, hey, good question. I'll happily answer that. But no, he had to be a little arrogant little tool about it. So uh, so I had to go take an exam, hungry and pissed off. It's not a good combination, but I got like a 78 on it. So I was like, I'll take it. So basically my whole takeaway from that is when you're given a presentation in class, and there's someone that disagrees with something that is said, and you want to like let it be known that like, hey, you disagree, just simply raise your hand like a normal human being would. And so, I don't know. I, I was getting a little worried there as I was explaining. I was kind of getting into some whole tricky waters with the Black Lives Matter and the Blue Lives Matter and how they differ and like how there's a reason for that. So, future cops that are listening or cops that are right now listening, you know, I'm not shitting on your profession like I'm just pointing out the differences in the two groups and like how like they're described so hopefully y'all can remain in a positive light for me but that just had pissed me off when that kid did that and god even now I think about it, I still get pissed off I'm like just there's no reason to do that I had to take a sip of my grape crush that I'm drinking right now too but and that so that whole presentation just made me mad. Running, uh, run, being on crunch time, and then having uh, that paper be due uh, while having to write more of it, thinking it was done. Trust me, that's happened before. Probably won't be the last time, but that still made me mad. And then just how that kid acted during the presentation. Not even his presentation. Just I'm up there trying to explain and trying to educate the fine folks of Whitewater. And, like, I learned stuff from those presentations, too. Like, and that kid has brought up, like, good things. And, like, I remember one time he was, uh, the his group was doing a presentation on, like, uh, African-American culture. And, like, he had uh, brought up the fact that, like, barbecue was uh, a food that had uh, originated uh, because uh, back in, you know, the days of the South, uh white people would get, like, uh, the good cuts of the meat, and so then, like, African-Americans got stuck with, like, the bad part, and so what they would do would be, you know, smother it in sauce and make the best of it, and that's kind of how barbecue created, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Thank thank you for letting me know about that, kid. Did you see me raise my hand in that class and be like, oh, no, because, no, I'm a normal human being, and I don't do stuff like that, so that pissed me off when that, what that kid did, so, but anyway, it's done. Uh, with that class though so just I'm glad I don't have to worry about that presentation anymore and so that's just kind of the whole cherry on top of me you know venting for the past couple weeks on this podcast about that so I'm just trying to think of what else I can talk about I might be having a guest on uh, next semester Peyton has been talking if you're listening hi uh, about coming on so I'm trying to get him on and might go next semester so I'm trying to save stuff for him on there but um I think uh, another thing that I'm going to get into is a couple weeks ago I was listening to uh, Social Dilemma uh, on a radio station, and that's where a guy kind of gives like a, an opinion that's going on in the world, and lets people call in and discuss, and normally I like listening to it, uh, but there is a thing where I guess uh, 
Billy Joel and someone else. So two famous celebrities that know each other really good. Uh, one of them's a vegan. You do that fine. Uh, you know, like I probably will never become a vegan, but I know other vegans. And you know, if that's your lifestyle, great. Do you? And like, I could see all the benefits behind it. I guess, like, I don't know if it was a joke because he knew the guy or if it was just because, you know, he's, like, a crazy vegan or something. But, like, he had hit his meat or whatever. And so the radio host was like, oh, what would you do if a vegan came over to your house? And, like, these are a bunch of people, like, probably middle-aged men. They're like, oh, if a vegan came over, you know, I would kill a cow and make him have to eat the meat. And it's just like, really? You're really going to do that? Like, if a person that comes over that's vegan like how about just respect their choices like i think it's so dumb that like people are like rip on it it's just like hey man if that's their thing let them do it like you don't have to believe it you can eat your meat fine but like not like this the whole oh we gotta secretly put meat in there like that's just such a douche thing to do too and like i'm sure all these people you know are talking big and it's just like you know and also too if that person did it just because, you know, he's a crazy vegan. That doesn't mean that all vegans are going to be like that, too. And just, like, how could you could you imagine being, like, a vegan and, like, you're thinking you're getting along great with this person. You're trying not to be too overboard on it. And then they do something like, I'm going to hide meat in their sandwich or something like that. It's like, I would I wish I would have just called and I would have been like, oh, if a vegan would have came over to my house, it would have been like, how can I help accommodate your choice? I understand you're in the minority opinion of this uh, whole food uh, because not a whole lot of people are vegans, but how can I help you and make you feel more comfortable, uh, and not be a complete ass about it and, you know, not put food in. I think that's just dumb that people are like, Oh, we're going to rip on vegans and I'm going to put meat in. It's like, yeah, sure you are. And so I don't know. Those people calling into that radio show made me mad. And I think one more thing that I'm going to do before I end the podcast is, uh, talk about people, uh, you know, to tie in, People go ripping off vegans, uh, ripping on vegans, I should say. Uh, people who rip on other people's career choices. So as I said with you know, uh, people's sit lifestyle decisions, I think it's also dumb when people rip on uh, other people's career choices. This is my little advice to you guys. Do what you feel is right. If your heart tells you to do a certain profession, do it. If you want to do a profession just because of the money, do it. Don't let anyone else tell you what's going on. So there is uh, one person that I work with that I will not mention because I don't want any flask about it or flack about it at Culver's, uh, my place of employment. But one person I was working with was ripping on the whole system of college. And trust me, I'm one of those people that loves a good rip on college. But the reason why I do it is because I'm paying for it. I know what I'm going through. But at the end of the day, I realized that that's that me going through and getting a sheet of paper is what's going to get me more opportunities in the real world. Whereas if you don't go, you really don't have a whole lot of options. And so this kid was like, oh, college. We're talking about college. And he just jumps in on the conversation because that's kind of what he likes to do. Uh, he's like, oh, college is so dumb. Like, hey, let's go waste uh Eight great. I forget how much he said. Let's blow a bunch of money up for a semester. And I was just really quiet about it. But I really wanted to be like, "Hey, you uh, 
you realize that one, you're talking to people that are going to college right now, but also to, I understand like that viewpoint. It's not for everyone, but like, it's going to get me a key to get out the door and like, don't act like you're like, it's such a smart decision to not go to college. If you don't want to go to college, fine, don't do it. Don't waste the money. Like I've even talked to the kid about it before. Like, yeah, like man, if like, it's, I think it's dumb for people to like go to college and like if they don't know like what they want to do and then like they're wasting all that money going, it's it's expensive. Like you got to know what you're going to do and like where you want to go and like you can't really be indecisive. It sucks, but like you're paying all this money for it. Like you can't have like, you can't be like, ah, I'm going to change it up. And like I know people that have done that, but like that's like their decision. So I think it's dumb that people uh rip on like other people's career paths and it's like hey man i could easily be like well i could have easily been like hey well you have fun working in the fast food industry for the rest of your life i'm gonna go make myself something i don't know if that's true or not so if you want to work in the fast food industry for the rest of your life great go for it like culver's is actually a decent paying job like there are no people that have also went and got college degrees but i've still continued working there because like you know like that's just kind of like how they've work their life into it and you want to know what great good for you like you've built a good solid occupation to provide for your family I don't rip on that at all but like to rip on like the whole like all these people going to college and like you're so smart it's like no like just let everyone make their own career choice and if you're happy with your decision of not going to college great good for you but guess what there are a lot of other people that like to go to college there's gonna be some stuff that I'm definitely gonna miss I like the whole learning aspect I feel like my mind continues to grow as I learn more things but just like the whole oh everyone's so dumb because they're gonna go blow a bunch of money at college it's like no dude like I'm trying to you know do other things in life and so I just think it's dumb that just people and even getting back on the whole vegans things I think it's just dumb that people criticize their lifestyle choices as I've said before and I'll say it again let me do me you do you all right Pretty sure that's a song, but uh, just let me do me and, you know, you do you. I'm going to think what, about, like, your decisions and I'm going to question them, but I'm going to question them in my mind. I'm not going to say them out loud because if you're happy with what you're doing in life, good for you. Do what you want to do. And if it makes you happy, good. That's an added bonus. Or if it pays good money, great. Added bonus. It's both of them, great. Good to hear. But, like, let me do me and you do you, all right? Don't tell me how to dictate my life. And I think that's going to do it for today. So uh, I thought I was going to have uh, Peyton on, but that's okay. He's got to study for finals. I don't blame him. Uh, so I'm going to hopefully be able to save some stuff for him when he comes on. But uh, we'll just be on the podcast for a little bit. Uh, I think I'm going to do radio, uh, radio show next semester, as I said before. But, um, yeah, it always helps, though, when I have people want to come on. So if you're listening to the podcast and you want to come on, one day, that's fine by me. So just always shoot me a text or something. And I always appreciate having it because it's just weird when it's just me talking into a microphone for 35 minutes like I'm doing right now. So that's probably going to do it this week. Uh, a little update on the podcast, though. I do believe I'm going to start putting some advertisements in here. Um, with it being on radio, uh I was just like, I'll just wait because I don't want to say brand names, you know, on air with it being a non-commercial station. But since I'm just on the podcast right now, I kind of want 
some advertisements on here and get some advertisement money. So hopefully the more views, the better. Uh, hopefully you guys appreciate what I'm putting out. I think these are always great whenever I put them out. Uh, sometimes I don't get like the view numbers, but you know, whatever people come and go and listen when they can, you know, I got people telling me like, Oh, I should listen to your podcast. And Hey man, it's just, I feel like I'm putting out gold every single time. You know, it's on you. If you want to listen, great. If not, I feel like you're missing out. So shout out to like my five, uh, grateful listeners that are out there listening. Uh, I think I know a couple of them. Others I'm not too sure about, but appreciate uh the support of the five uh i think i'm gonna call them the fab five because uh when i go on anchor and uh check out the viewing or the audience size uh they have like uh total plays for total podcasts and like estimated audience size so like they take like total number of views divided up by the podcast uh that i get per view um and so i've got about five i believe so i'm gonna call those five fateful lists or faithful listeners the fab five so i appreciate it and i appreciate anyone else that decides to join in and go back and listen to previous podcasts i'm always happy about that too so appreciate the love and support i received from y'all so uh appreciate it very much and uh i'll see you guys next time thank you